Hello, my name is Gertrude and this is the Tech Girl Podcast. I believe we're all created to have a purpose on this earth. The best thing you can do is inevitably seek your purpose. That's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. I speak to different people that have gone through different tech journeys in order to learn from them as well as to discuss how people can get into tech. I hope to encourage and support more people to take up tech-related careers. In this episode, I chat with Tapiso. Tapiso is someone that has been pivotal into my career transition into tech. She is a front-end developer, events organizer, speaker, as well as community builder. In our conversation, she gives practical tips on how you can stay motivated when you're just getting into tech or learning to code. Let's get into the interview. Hello, Tafiso. Thank you so much for coming on the Tech Girl podcast, the very first episode. You are my first guest and I'm so excited. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great to be the first and it's great to be here and it's great to chat like yeah. about tech in this kind of way. But I'm doing well. Thank you so much. I'm happy to hear that. And yeah. I'm super excited as well because you're also my friend. Like um... Yeah. <laughs> that was my point. Like, I mean, we talk about tech all the time, but this is like a different way of Yeah, exactly. It. So it's it's, uh, it's a different it's having other people in our conversation. So let's see yeah. how that goes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So for those that uh-huh. do not know you and mm-hmm. haven't heard about lovely Tapisa Lahujo, what does mm-hmm. a typical day look like for you? Um, like right now or, I mean, I have my day today, but like, there's mm-hmm. also a dream day that I have. Okay, okay. Let's say. let's do both. Let's do both. All right. Yeah, but my day right now, um, because I've just started uh, working as a developer, mm-hmm. uh, as a consultant developer, I think that's very important to say that I'm a consultant because that w- that's how my day is shaped. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, at the moment, uh, because I've been at the job not so long, I haven't, mm-hmm. you know, got a client yet. Yeah. Um, so my day is just really spent on doing hobby coding, keeping up the muscle memory, mm-hmm. um, reminding myself of like React and JavaScript. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, just basically preparing myself to be with a client. Uh, okay. And that can involve like watching LinkedIn videos, like LinkedIn learning, mm-hmm. tutorials, doing hobby projects, reading books. Um, yeah. yeah, it's kind of chilled actually. It's very interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And what's dream yeah. day? Oh, you know, I don't, I don't even know why I brought that up because I, I'm so unsure about like how my dream day is going to be. Mm-hmm. In the in the past, before mm-hmm. I had a job that I liked, my mm-hmm. dream day definitely did not involve going to work. Okay. So it involved me doing my own hustle or something. Mm-hmm. Um, probably around events and speaking. Okay. Yeah. In, in, in something like that. But now I actually do like my job. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've been working. You love it. <laughs> yeah. I've been working for some time in like other roles and stuff, mm-hmm. but I was always the first person to leave the office guys. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm like one of the last people to leave the office to the point where 
um, I was even scared the other day because I thought I might have to be the person to switch off to, to yes, switch on the alarm and, turn on and I don't want to and I don't want to be that girl but that's how yeah. like serious I like my job now like I'll just sit there and just keep going so um, I guess now my dream day will involve a good balance of work and mm-hmm. a side hustle or side project yeah okay that's good to know exactly um, I would like you to describe a little bit more what you mentioned, like being a consultant developer and let's say being a developer, developer, like what's the difference? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go here. I'm not going to be here and like really try define mm-hmm. and box these things up because mm-hmm. this is my first role. But essentially, from what I understand, if you're working for, a, let's say, a product company and you're a developer there. Yes. Yes. Then you always in house. Yeah, you're always going to be working on whatever's going on in house, yeah. right? Either mm-hmm. like new features or like maintenance or whatever you guys want to come up with um, at your product. So, yeah. and and you probably have even if you're not. I know people we don't code all the time, but you probably then be involved in sort of like brain like building on what what has to come and being in those strategic meetings and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you sort of always in a project. Yeah. Whereas being a consultant, mm-hmm. um, you don't have a client. So the people that have employed you are basically just um, their job is to find you a place to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just kind of on the bench. We call it being on the bench. It doesn't sound okay. nice, but <laughs> honestly, I don't mind. Uh, well, I don't mind for now. But you, yeah. you're getting paid to be ready to go out into the field. That's what um, being a consultant is. So when you're on the bench, you don't have a project. You don't have an active project. Um, Mm -hmm. You're not contributing to anyone's business or anyone's strategic planning. You just you're just doing you. Yeah, you're waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the ideal case, you're gearing up. You're gearing up. You are gearing up. Yeah, but in the ideal case, you probably you like at least for my company, you then can be maybe aligning yourself or working on projects that help the company where you're working. Maybe yeah. like sharing knowledge with your colleagues, um, mentoring mm-hmm. people in your mm-hmm. company. Um, so then you kind of helping the company where you where they like the consulting company with mm-hmm. their own vision. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, could you just run me through or run us through your tech journey because? Mm. Um, <laughs> and I want you to also um, talk about what you studied at uni and yeah, mm. and how you ended up here. Yeah, I mean, I like the word journey, mm-hmm. but a lot of the times it's a lot of the times mm-hmm. when we start using these words, mm-hmm. we want we think linear or something in our minds, yeah. right? Yeah, um, mm-hmm. or like a. A straightforward thing and it's really so much more complex yeah than that uh but anyway I'm from South Africa so I studied um civil engineering mm-hmm. not that every South African studies civil engineering <laughs> by the way I'm just saying I studied civil engineering in South Africa yeah and then I came to Sweden to do my master's in water mm-hmm. resource engineering and then yes. while I was doing my master's I was sort of in the entrepreneurship space mm-hmm. um and that's just like how I discovered that tech is mad. Like people yeah. were bringing up ideas about mm-hmm. tech that I was like, what is, like, what is, yeah, 
what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand this concept. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People are talking mm-hmm. about like um, SaaS companies. I'm like, what is a SaaS? Like, what is going on? So yeah. that's sort of like where my interest started. And I looked into the innovation space, mm-hmm. what people are up to using digital technology innovations. Um, yeah, coding, like simple coding, like what what people can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through that, I think, yeah, I got a job at Pink Programming, which is an NGO yes. here in Sweden that helps women basically break into tech, sort of. Yes, and non-binary. And stuff. Yeah, sorry, women and non-binary. Um, and that's by working for them is when I was then part of other women's journeys and learning yeah. about their journeys and realizing mm-hmm. that, okay, life is more complex than, you know, we, we think. Yeah. And yeah, um, exactly. from seeing people not knowing how to code to getting jobs in tech. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's basically what spurred my, like, you should go for this type of thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. compounded on the fact that there's a lot of good jobs in tech in Sweden. <laughs> yes, and, the most yeah. jobs. I would say the most jobs are in tech in Sweden. I mean, I yeah, don't exactly. have the stats to back this, but yeah. <laughs> if you look on LinkedIn, yeah. if yeah, it's just like the most jobs. Exactly. And I mean, I don't recommend people just work in tech for the sake of having a job. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's nice when you also have interest in this area and then there happens to also be jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- th- exactly. That is, that yeah. is very but, good to point out. Yeah. But we're talking about like a, I mean, I won't count my two years of studying. So let's mm-hmm. say from the time I was working at this NGO, that's, mm-hmm. that, let's say that's where the tech journey started. We're looking at a two and a half year two and a half to three year journey so it really is you know it's yeah it's not an overnight thing no and yeah so yeah exactly yeah but how how did you end up being a developer like right moving from engineering I mean I'm from Zambia and when you hear anyone with a title engineer it's like oh my god just set for life you you know like you're the epitome of success so like Mm -hmm. and yeah software engineering is where we are in right like 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 the bigger the the broader field but how is it that you moved from being like a civil engineer to um like a water engineer is that I don't even know if that's the same thing (laughs) Um, and then now to like software engineering like um Firstly, it's very hard uh-huh. coming from where we come from for you to yeah. go against what she studied. Exactly. <laughs> uh, because you sort of like, well, why did you study four years? Yeah. Why, why, why did you spend six years? Because it's like four years yeah, of the bachelor's actually. and two yeah. years of the master's. But there's essentially three things that helped me get over that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number one, mm-hmm. I from the time I left high school, I got bursaries. So my parents did not pay for my undergraduate. So I did not feel bad at all. Yeah. I did not have that you wasted money situation. Like my parents could not tell me off because you did yeah. not pay for my education. Mm-hmm. And then coming to Sweden as well as a scholarship. So yeah. I didn't, nobody lost money, number yeah. one. So that definitely eased my guilt mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit. 
Um, the second thing was, uh, yeah, being here, people look at education differently. So yes. I learned a lot about people's tech journeys, but I also looked into people's career journeys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of people, okay, I was surrounded by people, obviously, that um, were doing this, and then they started to code, and they were doing this, and they started to code. But yes. even other other people, other colleagues of mine were maybe in finance and then now they are doing marketing and yeah. they were doing this and then they were doing that. So I even had some colleagues that studied engineering, but like are doing something sort of off the track. Yes, and like even photography I, or or exactly. like something completely opposite of like your exactly. formal education. Exactly. Mm. So when I started asking them like, how, why did you study engineering and like, now you're doing the thing like something else the answer was sort of like yeah but engineering just taught me how to learn essentially yeah right yeah. so I think um we like to think about the content of what we study and not necessarily some of like some of like the surrounding mm. principles that we learn right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't take for granted my engineering education it helps me a lot right now I might not be able to pinpoint each and every part, but it definitely comes in handy. Yeah. And yeah. And then thirdly, um, I mean, I love water resource engineering and, but I, how can I say the way I wanted to do water engineering Mm -hmm. is not, um, is not available to me right now. Yeah. Because of different choices that I've made in life. Mm -hmm. Um, And also I, I, I noticed pretty early, I, I'm not one of those kids that likes to draw bridges. Okay. Uh, <laughs> or like draw the buildings and like, that's not what, like, that's not the, like, that's not the side of engineering. I wanted to be like more in the public service of engineering. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's because it has more of a people to people, like, uh, yeah, a person Relationship to person approach. and, and Relationship. Work. Yeah. Yeah. And like so many more dynamics. And then so tech just offered me a space to still somehow be in engineering, but like uh-huh. better yet, it's like a very creative, it sounds crazy to say, but the tech is actually quite creative. Yes. <laughs> like no two people can write the same code, but you're going to end up making the button click, you know? And mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's like how I'm writing this co- code mm-hmm. is my own way of expressing myself. This is how I understand it. And that like I just found that tech was a really nice space for me right now to express my creativity mm-hmm. and again I don't look at life as like like I said it's not linear so mm-hmm. we could end up somehow in the engineering or just end up being you never know who knows yeah exactly life, <laughs> this is the season of being a developer yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. and, but but then you haven't um could you also just elaborate on um, what part of tech you're doing? Like I know, but you haven't explicitly said it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, today, uh-huh. 2022, uh-huh. by the time you listen to this, I'm doing front end. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. But again, that could change. And how long did it take you? to get from not knowing how to code at all to where you are? Yeah, I mean, that's a bit of a, okay. I'll say like two, three years ago, my, Mm -hmm. my, my, my most 
I could get around HTML. No, I'm not. Let me not even lie. I just knew how to do like Hello World, friends. Yes. And how to and how to follow, how to follow Free Code Camp, but like mm-hmm. not by myself. Like I would yeah. learn something, code it in that tutorial, and tomorrow you ask me to do it, and I forgot. Yeah. So if I have to say, when did I learn in terms of like, okay, now this, like, I actually understand the concepts I understand, mm-hmm. you know, and coding is, it's, I mean, coding is part of like a bigger thing. Like even yes. just understanding like DOM and computers exactly. and browser yeah. mm-hmm. so that, that journey started in uh, December, 2021. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been, I guess, like, where are we now? It took we me, are nine months we would say nine yeah but it took me like five six months to you know really embed myself and get a job okay yeah so so the reason why I I wanted you to bring this out is not because I want people to feel like oh if I don't do it in three months or if I don't do it in five months or however long it took you like you're not able to do it it's just to say you can move from absolute beginner or like no knowledge at all to a place where you can actually understand the principles and how it works and it's not about the timeline it's just no yeah it's just so that you know that it's possible to move from like a completely different field to yeah Yeah. no for sure and I mean like the free code camp stuff I'm like free code camp is amazing yes um there's nothing wrong with it it was just Mm me I I and a lot of people are able to go from zero to hero just by free code camp. Yeah, exactly. But, but we learn differently as well. Exactly. That was the point. Like we mm-hmm. learn differently. So some people are able to have full-time jobs and learn how to code after work by just doing tutorials and stuff like that. That's, mm-hmm. I wish I was that person, but it that journey was not working out for me. And so yeah. I needed to sit down and be taught. Like I, I was attending mm-hmm. class from for like two hours per day it was a boot camp situation I was doing projects back to back Mm -hmm. I was going Mm -hmm. crazy for like four months but that's what helped that's what got me to get the things to stick yeah um so yeah I just and now if I go back to free code camp I totally understand (laughs) like I totally I can read people's blogs and understand what they're saying but it was just all foreign Yeah. yeah it was all just foreign so it it definitely depends on who you are Mm-hmm. Um, and again, what's happening in your life? What pushed me in this time was like, this was my third time losing a job in Sweden. And like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't lose the jobs cause like I was in grade, it was circumstances. So I was yeah. like, oh, you know, I'm tired of this now. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going for this. But if my job had carried on, I mm-hmm. wouldn't, maybe who knows? I don't know if I would have, be having this conversation right now as a developer. Okay. Yeah. That's that's really good that you say that because I was also going to say why front end in particular. Yeah, I was learning to code before like actually going to the boot camp. I was learning mm-hmm. to do a little bit of code like hello world and whatever. Um mm-hmm. but something some things that really stuck with me was um prototyping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So using no code tools, I'm really big on that. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I was able to make like mock-ups of apps. Um, mm-hmm. So I understood quite well how to use like Figma and XD, mm-hmm. um, those kind of tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
because I kind of was like in the front side of things, yeah. front end, like an entry into, it was more natural for me to try to figure out how do you code these elements yes. that I'm marking. Yeah. So front end is what made sense at the time. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And what has been the most challenging so far? Um, I mean, yeah, I think it's like, this is a lot of is a couple of things, but the biggest mm -hmm. one is just like not knowing how long something is going to take me. <laughs> I can yeah. seriously tell, like I can tell someone at work, like, yeah, no, by the end of today, I'm gonna have this thing ready. And yeah. it's the end of the day. <laughs> you know, I I and I'm like I I like I'm not even joking. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really trying to be realistic. Yeah. But it's just, it's just really so abstract. I don't know when I'll have this ready. Uh, and I think maybe it could take time before I know that. And I'm someone who really prides himself on time management. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was a project manager and an event yeah. planner. So yeah. like things for me work, like we do this, we do that. Like today we do this, we check this off the list. We do, like I'm that person. So hi, when the code is just not working today, um, or I, I thought I knew how to go about doing something. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, no, the approach you're going for, it does not work for this particular application. Yeah. You yeah. have to start from scratch. That's mm -hmm. just what's bugging me right now. Yeah. But yeah, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. <laughs> and, and how do you overcome that? Oh, I mean, I can't, I mean, you know, right now, like I said, because I'm on the bench, I'm doing like hobby projects. Mm -hmm. Um, but to overcome it, I just, uh -huh. I just send what I have. Uh -huh. um, my, so my, I have a mentor at work and I just tell myself that I'm going to send him something once a day, even if it's just that I have the headings for each page, I'm just going to mm -hmm. send it. That's what I have. You know what I that's mean? Good. And yeah. in a way you also feel like you've done something and you've been productive that day. So that's exactly. how I, yeah yeah what has been the most fulfilling or exciting part of the journey it's it's when it's when your code works mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right um but also finding a i mean honestly to be a first-time developer mm -hmm. uh, my biggest concern was finding a company that would take a junior but that company must also be good yeah, you know, like yeah. it must be a good uh, fit for me. Yes. Every company, I mean, there's somebody working at every company, yes. but maybe it's not a fit for me. So mm -hmm. uh, the most fulfilling has been finding a company that that works for me, as mm -hmm. in like, it's, yeah, it, it's a good fit for me, and um, there's also an environment to learn. Yes, uh, yeah, that is and so grow. important. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have? any practical tools or resources that helped you get started that you would want to share? Um, okay, I think in, in retrospect, I only found this resource later on in my mm -hmm. journey, but mm -hmm. I think it would be, I still use it till today, but it's something called Scrimba. Yes, yes. Yeah. I love it because um, it's a Norwegian yeah. company. Just plugging, yes. Scandinavian. <laughs> yes. 
It is. Um, but I, I love it because of the way I learn. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube tutorials are great. They've been very nice. And I mean, there's some YouTube people that I like. I'm just a bit annoyed that most YouTubers are like white males, but that's a topic for another day. But um, YouTube is great. But when I'm learning to code, you know, you have multiple files in your application. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And sometimes then you did something in the index and uh-huh. it's somehow related to the app. And on the video, I can't go to the index file and kind of try revise what happened. Uh-huh. So what I like about Scrimba is in the tutorial, you can actually go into the files. Uh-huh. Um, and and the code along thing goes like it, it's real actual. It's like a, a, a better way of coding along. Okay. And they have yeah. a lot of content. So yeah. had I not been in a boot camp, I think Scrimbo would have probably been my best bet. Yeah. yeah. Um now this is funny. This sounds like <laughs> it's Scrimbo sponsored, but I'm just gonna <laughs> say I think it was last year, and I don't mm-hmm. know if they do it every year. They have like this um like JavaScript mass. I don't remember, but it's like you know, like the advent calendar. And then it's like mm-hmm. a task for every day. Oh, I yeah. found yeah. that super helpful and it was like JavaScript. And yeah, I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. So I definitely agree that yeah. they're good resources. I think they've, they've done well. I mean, the community as well, it's 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 very like engaged, it's global. Um, yeah, the engagement is really just good. It's really mm-hmm. super nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Should we all learn to code? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think mm-hmm. we should all learn. Yes, again, I I found that it's sort of like Web three, really. Mm-hmm. The different the definitions get a bit mixed up. I find that people should everyone mm-hmm. at least like relatively like how can I say this in a digital space, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some people who are not in a digital space, but Everyone mm-hmm. should have access to understanding the impact of technology on their lives. Okay. So understanding. And how do we do that? Uh, it's basically, you will have to understand the concepts around coding. These yeah. are concepts. Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily in having to know how to code, but be just be what what the words are found come up and up again is being digitally literate. Yes. Do you understand what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. That's, yeah. I think, what needs to happen. So um, basically how the things that you're using on your phone and your computer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, where, how, like where they add in the grander scheme of things. <laughs> yes, and what's the interplay? Yeah. Like what's how does interplay? it all come together? Yeah. Super, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I am number one, fan of just log like signing up on things with google yeah. but i didn't even under, like i was like i didn't even ask myself like how is it like there's this website and they say oh sign up with uh-huh. google somehow it's linked with my google like what is that mm-hmm. how does that work so yes. now i know because i code like authentication Auth- yeah yeah that oh okay this is sort of but just the the principles around some of these things and of course the biggest culprits that you want to get to know is all starting off with your social media yes yeah yes because you yeah. already know you, you sort of have an idea it's just like yeah the next level 
exactly exactly yeah. for sure mm. so yeah. um i just feel people need to be di- digitally literate um learn how to you know navigate and this sounds silly but it's not i have cousins that don't know how to navigate google drive google slide mm-hmm. like yeah, kind yeah, of thing. It, like it's, yeah it's, it's, it's really real yeah it's really yeah, real it's, you it's know? very real yeah exactly so i i don't think people need to and a lot of people get far without learning how to code but just understand mm-hmm. your your space and most importantly not even just like because i'm saying it and you know it's sort of the digital responsible thing to do but it could mm-hmm. empower you i mean yes. um you could use it to your advantage there's so many resources on the internet that you can use to your advantage mm-hmm. yeah exactly so that's what i would say that's really good um yeah. any advice for people that are just starting out or thinking to start okay let's say thinking to start what what should they what should they be considering if you're like oh i i hear tech is good i i'm a little bit curious what's the next step yeah. what's the next best step the next best step is to find yourself a really good youtube video okay. and finish it start and finish yes. like i i definitely found youtube videos like 8 hours long and i was like mm-hmm. okay i'm going to do this over 3 days Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you nice. should just focus you just just focus on that just focus on starting the video <laughs> coding along and finishing it nothing yeah. more nothing less okay <laughs> you know finishing it, it one, finishing it is yes. the key <laughs> finishing it is the key my friends um don't get distracted by all the other suggestions on the side you know that's the other thing about learning on youtube there's also yeah. distractions you know but mm-hmm. really like get a youtube video do oh scrimba you know there's mm-hmm. a lot of free resources start and finish a project um but also once you definitely want to start learning mm-hmm. recognize that there is a there's a learning curve yes i almost friends i almost gave up like there was a, a solid two weeks when i was like no this i'm done we had so in the bootcamp we had like seven projects to do mm-hmm. not at once obviously just like back to back and mm-hmm. at some point i decided looking at the, what projects were coming i was like mm-hmm. i think after this project i won't be able to yes grasp i remember the, like grasp the concepts like i decided yeah. for myself that i think i just won't have the ability to do the next project mm-hmm. and um yeah i it wasn't healthy <laughs> it wasn't healthy but it was also like now the concepts were, were like they def- definitely jumped you know we're yes. talking yes and it goes really fast yeah it goes really fast um we're talking apis mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know i don't know if i want to know that stuff do you get what i mean and yeah. some of some of the things the thing is some of the things that i thought i would enjoy about front end mm-hmm. like when i was doing like i said when i was doing the prototyping i really enjoyed making things pretty mm-hmm. but making things pretty on like websites is so hard css yeah you know yeah. and so every time i had to do css i just oh, oh yeah. i just wanted to cry mm-hmm. um yeah so there was a bit of a learning curve yeah. and um i was trying to find alternatives but i had i had nothing <laughs> i mean <laughs> This is a good thing but it also maybe not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um I was I was actually listening to a podcast today that mm-hmm. essentially said not even a podcast it's an audiobook but it's it's saying that 
if you want to succeed in something, mm-hmm. you have to not have a fallback plan. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think I read something today as well. Like if you if you're going yeah. into something with plan B, then yeah. no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, I had asked my partner basically to uh, take care of me for you know, a, a, yes. like an indefinite period of time. I told him I'm not looking for jobs anymore. I'm going to learn how to code, and mm-hmm. so. I'm not bringing income, like, you know, I'm being taken care of. I'm basically like a school child. And here yeah. I am saying, oh, well, I want to quit. It was just mm-hmm. not an option. Yeah. I didn't have a yeah. job. And tomorrow, if I start looking for jobs, what am I looking for jobs? Like a half mm-hmm. developer? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I didn't have, I didn't have a fallback plan. And I just, I needed to keep pushing on. Yeah. And honestly, after those two weeks, and they were really mm-hmm. damaging two weeks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. But after those two weeks, things mm-hmm. just started to fall into place because you know what? The next four projects mm-hmm. were just literally run about the same thing with just like a change here and a change there and stuff like that. But it was exactly. just sort yeah. of the same thing going forward. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy yeah. that you bring that out because of two things. First, I guess everyone that goes through uh, this boot camp journey mm-hmm. has that point where it's just like, okay, I'm giving up. Like I yeah. had it. And mm-hmm. the second thing is you asked me why mm-hmm. I wanted you to be the first guest on my podcast. Yes. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Off record, you did ask me that. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. So I told you in my podcast journey, <laughs> I mean, I mean, in my tech journey that you yes Mm. you were a focal point right and I'm going to read you this let's see if you recall this (laughs) conversation (laughs) let's see if you recall this conversation this is one of those do as I say not as I do moments Uh (laughs) uh-huh so I was there let me I need to pull I need to pull it up because to be honest even other things that have happened in my life, I have mm. come back to this conversation that we had. Oh, no, I, I also want. I yes, it. which I need <laughs> to find. And I just read it and suddenly my problem doesn't feel as big or, you know, like, yeah. it doesn't feel like the end of the world. So I wrote to you like, Bootcamp is so frustrating. I think I will be the first dropout. <laughs> I feel like it's taking a lot of time from me and no results. Like today, mm. I've been working on something all day and it's just not working. I feel like mm. it's just taking time from me and my little man because my tech yes. journey started when my son was like, I don't know, two, three months. I, I don't remember. Yeah, gosh. Um, as well as from job hunting, which... I should focus on mm. because at the end of the day, it's financial security that I'm after. Oh, I don't know balance. if you recall this message. And I, then yeah. my very wise friend here <laughs> <laughs> says to me, and I must admit, when I got your response for a second, I was mad. <laughs> I was so mad. I love that. But then, but then I took a yeah. moment, I took a step back. I was like, mm. okay, what is she really saying? Then you're like, babe. What results were you expecting to see after two weeks? Okay, I was ready to quit after two weeks. <laughs> At yeah, least you, you had even done a month. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then yeah. you're like, 
you shouldn't impose unrealistic expectations. Can I give you results? Then you described women that had been through this journey and where they are today mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you also talk about, and for the little man, I understand, but you have to take the good with the bad. And then mm -hmm. you also talk about, wasn't it when we were growing up, like our parents sometimes would leave us with relatives and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, this is, this is hitting hard. Yeah. And you finished it off by saying, this is the toughest part. This is the toughest part, the beginning. The threshold is high, but break, th mm. but break through this and it will be all worth it. Yeah. And honestly, oh if I would ever, <laughs> I'm like, I want to frame this and just oh have it God. in my house. Because when I read that, I was like, you know what? Yeah. Let me just go through with this. And that oh, is why no. TP, you are. I my need a first screenshot guest. of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, now I okay. Now I feel yeah, now I need a screenshot of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So thank you very much for pushing me. And I was so yeah. happy two years later when you came on. Listen, and that's the thing, is it's such a weird circle of life, right? So yeah. to give context, mm -hmm. I was I was I was the project manager of a boot camp. Yes. Um, so I had to, I had to just find the teachers and then find the people that didn't know how to code and bring them together. Mm -hmm. um, and unfortunately, I, I didn't have time to learn, even though I was there during the classes, but I was making yeah. coffee and tea and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. um, so I was helping people learn how to code. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it turns out that when I need to learn how to code, I look, I'm looking <laughs> up to you guys that I have seen go through the journey yeah that oh if those people could do it then I can also do it because I exactly. mean yeah so it's such a nice like full circle I love that I love exactly. it so much yeah yeah it was, oh that's so sweet so that's good. so sweet yeah yeah <laughs> I'm glad you kept those messages that's like two I did messages, I, I'm something. telling you whenever I have like a very tough situation I look at that and I'm like it's the beginning yeah. like once this is done, it will get easier. Can you imagine? And now, like, you're a rock star. Seriously. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I no, cried yeah. myself to sleep. No, kidding. Just kidding. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's been great. And thank you yeah. so much. It's um, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Before I let you go, where can we hmm. find you? Definitely, I'm going to say LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, I, I want to be one of those girls that says Twitter, but don't even. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'll, if I'll be on Twitter, you'll see it on my LinkedIn that I'm now on Twitter because uh, mm -hmm. I just haven't made time to be in that space yet. But I think it's a really good space. Yeah. Uh, right now on Twitter, I'm just a consumer. Mm -hmm. But on LinkedIn, I am active. I'm talking. I'm saying yeah. stuff. So yeah. LinkedIn. Yeah. Yes. And you yeah. are our job hunting friend. So we like that. I am. Uh, yeah. Let's yeah, that's another topic. But yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. thank you so much for taking time. As mm -hmm. always, um, I'm so inspired by you and what you do. Thank you. So keep yeah. shining. <laughs> thank you. Make all of us proud. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. It's been a pleasure. You have been listening to the Tech Girl Podcast with me, Gertrude. I hope you can join me for another episode where I'll be talking to another person and going through their tech journey. 
You can find me on Instagram at thetechgirl.dev.